Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Lunch with Leah, episode 327. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the highlight of your day. So what's going on with everybody? I had a crazy week. I don't know. Did I tell them last week about the vet bill? No, that's all been Oh, my God. You're not going to believe this. Just now the vet calls. And to take three teeth out and clean that dog's teeth. Well, last week I paid $1,200 to clean two dogs' teeth because they put them under new surgery. So I can only imagine what this bill was going to be, $800 before they were going to pull the teeth. This is going to be another $1,500 bill. How do people live? I don't know how people live. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and then I took RJ to get his medicine for this allergy thing that he has, which we turns out to be dust mites that he's allergic to. And the, the nasal strip spray was $233 for nasal spray. How do people And the insurance it? didn't pay for it. I can't believe the ripoff of these pharmaceuticals. And I just, oh. And I was wondering if it's worth having pet insurance. If any of you have pet insurance, let me know if you think it's worth it or not. Because I didn't think it was worth it. But then when I got $1,200 plus, I'm going to get another $1,500 today just for the teeth. I don't know. Maybe it is worth it. I can't take it anymore. It's ridiculous. My insurance company has denied that CT scan that my doctor's requested twice in the last week. It's horrible. It's awful. You got to so fight for everything. So, what basis do they re- are they saying no? They just I just said, don't want to pay. Yeah, they said that I didn't have any because it's of my chest because I'm having some heart issues. So, it, uh, they said there were no previous imageries done. Well, I've never had problems before. So, why? <laughs> the doctor. I mean, so the we're not going to cover it because you don't have a problem. Yeah. But we're not going to cover it until you get a problem. Yeah. So let's wait until and you have a problem the and then X-ray. cover. $20,000 instead of 200 now. Yeah. I mean, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, and the chest actually, actually showed something. That's why they're now wanting me to get the CT done so they can di- diagnose it. And it's you crazy. You better find another. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. It's well, the insurance company. You better. I know. And this is why I'm for, as I hate to say it, I think the Affordable Care Act, they should just add on Medicare to it and let people have that if they want to. Hi, baby. Oh, my God. Anyway, so you know what? I posted this thing afraid in the kitchen singing and dancing. And I'm telling you, Jason's getting worse. Every time I go in the kitchen, she's singing and dancing. And now she's got this thing going where she talks back and forth to the novellas. And she's talking to the dogs all the time. And then she's got this now this thing where if she's just da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da all the time in the background. And I can't go in the kitchen anymore. It's making me so nervous. And I don't want to hurt her feelings. She's running around singing and dancing and her Training the dogs, talking to the TV, da 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 da. I'm telling you, I was on my last nerve yesterday. I was like, if she doesn't stop with this, I can't even concentrate. And she just turned up the TV and turned another novella on and started talking to that one. I don't know. I don't know. Is, is this the thing? Is this what housekeepers do? I, I don't know. Whatever. Listen, next week we may have a guest. We'll, we'll know. When will we know? Well, I'm actually hoping to know this week, but I will, I'm hoping they're going to follow up soon. But hopefully, Should I tell everybody who it's going to be? Well, you can, yeah, I mean, hopefully. Well, if it's not next it. week, it'll be eventually. Yes. We're going to have the Queen of Versailles, right. Jackie. If you haven't seen the Queen of Versailles, 
What was, how do you get that movie if you haven't oh, seen it? I think it? it's available on Hulu, streaming, it's everywhere. It's hilarious. Hulu, Roy Netflix. Jr. Roy and I went to the movie to watch it, and I'm telling you, there were parts of it that we laughed so hard we were I crying. And she, I find her interesting. Well, some of it was disturbing, but she's got a book out about her daughter that passed away from a drug overdose, and she's going to come here and talk about it and talk about other stuff, too. We won't be talking politics with her. She's a big Trump supporter. Yeah. Uh, what? You said the name, Jackie Siegel, yeah, Jackie Queen Siegel. of the South. And also, uh, next, uh, starting the 15th through the 30th, I'll be in L.A., but I'll be doing radio Jeff Lewis on Thursdays. So you guys need to mark your calendar, tune in. Actually, you need to go on his site right now on his Instagram and say, we can't wait for Leah. Yes. We can't wait for Leah. We can't wait for Leah. So that he uh, realizes the value of having a fabulous guest like me on the show and doesn't just think that I'm just his sidekick coming in just for something to do. <laughs> I love his show and I love him. I do it pretty anyway. People have funny. been tagging you in the last week or so saying, when are you going to be back on his page? They've been going, when he announces like whoever the guest is that day, somebody's like posting underneath, when is Leah Yay! coming back? That's why I want everybody to go on his site and go, when is Leah coming on? Uh, and then when I'm there, so Julie and Brandy already said, you, we have to go to Malibu at Nobu, Nobu at Malibu. I'm like, okay, now that means I'm going to take RJ and his friend, the two girls and me. How much do you think that bill's going to be? <laughs> oh, I know how much it's going to be, but I'm not going to share it with anybody. Uh, well, whatever. It's just money, right? We have to spend. The more you spend, the more it comes in. Oh, that should be a pillow. The more you spend, the more it comes in. Write that one down. Uh, so there's so much going on at the house because RJ had this allergy. Fred has got this allergy. I keep getting this allergy. So we had the whole house cleaned, all the attics, all the uh, air conditioning vents, everything. And then I did RJ all these allergy tests. And then uh, he has a mild reaction to dust mites. And I think we might have dust mites or something in the house. So we're going to have to clear that up. I swear, Roy's still in the trial. He doesn't have a clue what's going on. He just comes in <laughs> at the end of the day after working 18 hours, goes to his emails and goes to sleep. You know, it's a good time for me to go buy jewelry. I think I'll go buy some jewelry while he's not paying attention. Uh, so then I've been doing this Pilates in the Grove, and I really like it, but I went to this class the other day on Wednesday or whatever day it was in Monday. She said, well, this is an intermediate class. Do you think you can do it? And the woman was so snooty. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come to your class anymore. <laughs> I mean, you got to be like, what do you, just like encourage people, not be like, what do you think you can do it? Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, won't we? I mean, whatever. And I'm watching The Voice. I think it's going to be a good season, but... <clears throat> I don't know. There are some of the seasons you just can't make, you, you can't undo. And then that girl from The Voice, remember that, what's her name, the black girl that had shaved her head that had conquered cancer, and she was on Miley Cyrus' team. She passed away the other day, and it was so sad. And Miley Cyrus wrote the sweetest tribute you've ever seen on her Instagram post to that girl. Uh, it so was, and it she was came very in, I sad. think, 13th or something. She was really good. I can't think of her name. I want to say Janice or something. Anyway, so look what Christmas came. So somebody just sends us the salt in the mail. I'm just happy as a pig to get it. I'm going to have to share with everybody. They sent it up as a, like if I owned a restaurant. Listen, thank you for giving our salt a try. Uh, M salt, it's a mixture of kosher, certified sea salt, garlic salt, black pepper, blended to perfection that you will love to use time and time again for steaks, chicken, porks, beef, lamb. I don't eat any of that. Fish, I eat salads and vegetables. <laughs> it's also great for sauces, soups, and stews. I eat soups. Uh, and when you're grilling, barbecuing, roasting, or sauteing, sprinkle it on warmer, cold vegetables. The flavor is um, your 
is a clean blend. Oh my God, gluten-free, non-GMO, certified kosher, and no MGS. Well, my gosh, it's really beautifully packaged. Look at this hold one. Spice so blend. Oh, I thought you said hold up. Okay, yeah. and then uh, this one's another one. They have all different flavors of it. Oh my God! It looks like How a great product. one person eat? Look at this. What is it looks this? Looks like a great This product. is um. M salt spice blend en enhancing life one taste bit at a time. This looks fantastic, doesn't it? I mean, honest to God, I wish I owned a restaurant. Where's Kathy Wakili when we need her? And then this one, I like the little spoons that come with this one, you know? Put this out That's on the cute. table. People just think you're so sophisticated, won't they? Well, anyway, thank you, Mem Salt. And then these are for your pocketbook to go. I'm going to put one in my purse just in case I ever want it. But what I like about it, it's really a lot of spices and blends and not so much salt. So it's really good. Well, I'm going to try it. Yeah, I think well, the website you. is Michigan Salts. Is that right on the business card? There? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michigan Salts. Uh, Michigansalted.com. Must be from Michigan. Okay. Well, there you go. So there's that. And then uh, one other little note of business. Look for our new eye cream. It's going to be coming soon. Just all you have to do is email us at hello at leahblack.com and ask all about the eye cream. We're, we're already almost pre-sold out, so you should reserve one if you want to try it. And but the we'll information give you the is on the website already. Oh, it is on the website, yeah, leahblack.com, and then reserve one. Okay, now, anything, ask me anything. When is your next book coming out? Maybe a murder mystery? Well, I do have a few people on my hit list. It'd really probably become a, a biography. Um, no, it would be a novel, and I really need to get it out. But I want to sell the other few books we have of this one first. Um, that was from Sui. Green 142, when are you going to be on Jeff Lewis? On two Thursdays, not the 15th, but the weeks of the 15th and the week, the week, of, the week of the 17th and the following week, the two Thursdays. Uh, it's me, Natasha. I rewatched the Miami oh, Housewives. I miss you so much. <laughs> oh, it's so much. Excuse me. <laughs> Compared to what Bravo is playing now, it was much better. Is it ever coming back? Nope, I think the fat lady's saying. But if you ask those other girls, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, it's going to be on next week. <laughs> Five years later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying a house in Granada Boulevard. Oh, my God, that's right near me. Are the people of Coral Gables obnoxious? I have no idea because I don't know one of my neighbors after 20-something years. <laughs> Any warnings for a new neighbor? Not that I know of. Well, I do know the guy on the end, Mr. Cheryl. He's lovely. I don't know the others. Uh, I, we mind our own business. Your house here. is on its own block, too, so yeah. everybody else is. is I just mind my own business, and information just flows to me. It always has. <laughs> Andrea Lynn, I'm currently listening to the podcast Over My Dead Body about the Florida attorney Dan Markle. Do I have an inside scoop on that? I don't. Did you guys know about that? No. I don't know about that I need to one. Look that up. Sounds interesting. Uh, M. Salt, did you receive my package? Yes! We're going to be eating salt. I'm going to take a salt bath. My goodness, it looks delicious. And you sent so much. You could have sent me just these little packages from my person. I would have been happy and been happy to talk about it, but I will share it. Uh, sharing is caring. Tracy Jenkins, hi. I'm recording this serum in intensive moisturizer and i want to add oh i she's she, reordering and i want to add uh the exfoliant is there a package deal for those three 
Uh, I'm almost out. You know what? Email Jason at hello at leahblack.com and he'll work out something. I took for care you. of that one. Right oh, you did already? Yeah. yeah. I like to take. I like to give people. The oh, and then the girl from Power Lips sent me another lipstick. Everyone's Stacey. being so generous, Stacy. How do you order that on powerlips.com or something? Yeah, I think you're right. It was. Power it Lips, was really, but that was lovely, and she sent a red, kind of a red color. I kind of prefer the neutrals, but it's a beautiful color. Uh, Tanya, I really want to know about Botox. I spoke with a plastic surgeon who said it's your best preventative with great skin care. I just bought your line. Well, good for you, Tanya. You have good, 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 good uh, um, judgment. I also have blue mercury, but honestly, it makes my skin sensitive and bright red, maybe vitamin C. Can you, uh, well, it can't deal with the red face. I'm excited. What's your take? Well. I, I'm not going to argue with a plastic surgeon, but personally for me, I don't like that Botox look. I, I just don't like it, and I think less is more. I mean, I guess if you have one little problem area and you wanted to use it or something, but, you know, I don't know. I think less is more. I think the best thing to not get wrinkles, stay out of the sun, drink a ton of water, and use a great serum and moisturizer. That's what I think. Well, anyway, Tanya, good luck. Hello at leahblack.com if you have any other questions. And celebrity news. See, we've already gone 15 minutes. You see, how are we, how we going to do this? We can't do this in less than an hour. Margot, Margot Robbie, 28 years old, bought her sister and her mother houses next door to each other for $2.5 million total. Well, doesn't wow. that lovely? Little Wayne's got a lawsuit against him. According to his chef, he owes his chef $35,000, and he just bought a $10 million mansion on Lagorce two years ago, so surely he could pay that little chef 30. I don't like people that don't pay people that work, like Trump does that. Uh, Johnny Depp is suing his ex-wife, this is juicy, for Amber Heard for $50 million for allegedly defaming him when she put an op-ed in the Washington Post talking about being a survivor of domestic abuse. abuse. Remember, he settled with her for $7 million, and, and he denied it all along. So maybe he just settled to have it go away, and then she, when she started taking heat for it, donated the money to charity and started dating some other million billionaire. So I don't know what the story's going to be, but if he sues her and they all start going under oath and getting subpoenas, we may find out what the real story is. I'm not sure what, it, what about that one. But, you know, when you write an op-ed piece about somebody as high profile as him and you start slandering him after he gave you $7 million, I don't know. I, I don't blame him for being upset about yeah. it myself. I wonder what the strategy is in. Isn't he <laughs> accusing her of sleeping with the... The guy from Tesla, uh, oh, yeah, and Musk were together as well. Oh, yeah, know, something like that. But I don't know why he's doing they that. They probably had some heated arguments. But didn't she show a picture saying she was bruised or something yeah. too? So I, who knows what the story is? But that's interesting. He's going to just keep. He wants to shut it down by suing her. <laughs> he wants to shut her up by suing her, bringing more attention. Luke Perry from 90210 had a oh. stroke and died a few days later at the age of 52. That is very sad. That's why, James, you have to go to the doctor and have that checked on. It's like the day after they announced the reboot of the show, too. Which I is know. Very sad. It's so sad. Oh, poor Tori. She can't catch a break. She can't catch a break. Because she's the one that's behind the whole reboot. So They'll still probably do the show, don't you think? I think they will, think because they will. they're actually playing themselves at a later life yeah. or something. They're doing some kind of... I hope they redo it. He was not going to be in the reboot, though, because of the, uh, his oh, commitment to the other Oh, because show. the commitment to Riverside. Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah. Spielberg doesn't want to let Netflix films qualify for the Oscars. 
Now, Netflix replied, we love cinema. We also love access for people who can't always afford or live in towns with theaters, letting everyone everywhere enjoy the release at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive. Well, what do you think? And I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. You, you think what? I agree with Netflix. See, I don't. I think that when a big studio invests that much money and that much talent and that much production, that's for the Oscars. And the Netflix, if they want to have their own award recognition or if they want to have a Netflix recognition at the Oscar, that's fine. But to have someone you know, invest $100,000 and do a home movie and then have it knock someone else out of the Oscar category when they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, for me, I just don't think it, it's fair or equitable. On the other hand, I think all these films should be seen. I think they should all be on Netflix, and if they should get honors, they should get honors, but it doesn't necessarily need to be an Oscar. I think it's about the story and not the budget. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, there are a lot of places around the U.S. where they don't have theaters and things. I come from a small town where we didn't... It, some, we were lucky if we got something like three or four months after it was released. I agree. So, Let them see the film, all but, the films they want. But, but I could see it on Netflix great. now, you know, and so... And, and, so I don't know. I so don't they know. get it on Netflix, but they just they get some other award. They get a Netflix award, or they get a film award, or they get twenty other awards. But they don't take an Oscar from someone that invested, you know, three hundred million dollars in a film. I, I don't I don't think it's equitable. But anyway, whatever. Like, it's kind of like an antiquated business model now, though, with the studios. I think everything's changing. Netflix is a disruptor, just like Uber or anything else in the industry. So yeah, but sometimes it's nice to have the little nostalgia and things like they were and tradition. Why are we having to? apart everything. The Oscars is glamorous, it's old Hollywood, it's big films, it's big movie stars. I don't think we should dilute it. I think we, it is what it is. And then you have other categories. Let them trailblaze a new category for online and streaming and the rest of it. Nothing wrong with that. But if I'm, if I'm a big movie star and all of a sudden I don't get a nomination because there's five or six spots and someone from Netflix that they just did a little cameo thing or whatever, I'm not going to feel that that's good. If I invest two or three hundred million dollars as a studio in a film and then Netflix can come and invest a hundred yeah they deserve the recognition and maybe they're better than and maybe they should have a better than Oscars category but it's just not the same it's apples and oranges I don't I don't think they should dilute Oscars for it but I mean you know I'm not on the board we don't know what's gonna happen well, I mean, and Netflix is getting people like Scorsese and Brad Pitt and all these people to do Good. these movies I mean so it's this you know again I think the studios have their heads stuck in the sand so good let them have their own fabulous category. Roseanne Barr goes after the Me Too movement in a scathing interview, and boy, did Tom Arnold clap back. I wish I had that quote here, but something like, oh my God, I'll have to find it. He just went on about, isn't this someone that did cocaine and this and that and the other, and oh my God, it was just a cat fight starting. In royalty news, docked, um, what was this? Oh, the Markle, the Meghan Markle. The family is making a documentary called Meghan and the Markles, A Family at War. And their justification is, is that when they had their first interview, Harry said that his family became the family that she never had, and that apparently that's the excuse they're using for turning on them and bringing up all the trash all the time. Unbelievable. British royals are making moves to block social media trolls publishing a set of social media community guidelines this week to help aim the official Kensington Palace and royal accounts to stay hate-free. Meghan Markle, Duchess, and Kate Middleton, Duchess, uh, have come 
come in for their fair share of online abuse over the past few years. Well, be best, be best. Don't do that online abuse. And uh, <laughs> neither the Duchess maintain, they, none of them have their own social media accounts. And so now uh, they're like these accounts that are trashing them or racking up thousands of uh, followers. And the, I guess the palace isn't happy about it. We ask that anyone engaging with our social media channels show courtesy, kindness, and respect for other members of our social media communities. They ask, uh, asking to, they, they should not include defamation, obscenity, offensive language, threats, and explicit materials should be off limits. Well, that should be true in all social well, media. Everyone. Well, unless I want to go on a rant. The royal team is reserving the right to hide, delete, block, report comments and users that deviate from these new norms. Well, be best. Be best. Okay. In housewife news, oh, God, are we going for this one? Listen, Danielle, stop. Apparently, she's going to be a friend next year. Now, she's been, how, do you know how many times she's been engaged? I know. Um, 21. I know. 21 times. I thought it was 26. Oh, really? Well, this article said 21 times. The boyfriend that she had a six-week or four-week relationship with, I forget which it was, um, he said, well, he says that he was the Duke of Province, and that would make her a duchess, but there was an article out yesterday that said he was not the Duke of Province, so I don't know. Apparently, they went to Van Cleef and Arpel, and she picked out a $675,000 five-carat ruby and diamond ring, and now she's delayed the wedding. He didn't buy the ring. They just selected it. Her divorce was final. And two weeks later, she was going to marry this guy. She got married in the Bahamas in May of 2018 and got divorced four months later. And it was final February 21st. And then this Oliver Mayer businessman who's German and French descent, wealthy European with family that has wine uh, vineyards and apparently two palaces. She was set to marry him at the Justice of the Peace on March the 4th. But on March the 2nd, she postponed it. One of the reasons saying her daughters hadn't met him yet. But there's more to that story. Story. Get one of my pillows that says there's always more to the story. So I don't know, but I don't know. Is she working her way into a full-time housewife gig? It, would it go wrong? Is he really not a duchess? There's always a swirl of controversy around her. Let's just put it that way. I don't think she'll be back next year. I think. You don't? Well, the other women don't want to film with her. <laughs> they made that very clear on the show. This I, don't, I think that most of them don't. Teresa does. Well, yeah, she might not be here either. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. Joe getting deported and all of that. Oh, she said she's not following him and he can go on his way. We'll see. But I always predicted the cameras are going to follow her and Joe to Italy, starting up a new life with all the kids and the riffraff and the dad going back to his roots and the whole thing. They're going to make a... That's what my prediction's always been. Alex Pletcher says, 21 times she's been engaged. She says, I haven't even made that many returns to stores in my life. <laughs> It shows that she knows how to get these men to fall for her. Well, you know? Remember that book, The yes. Cop Without a Badge or whatever? Yes. That, yes. And that's what the famous fl table flip table was flip. all over. And yeah. Teresa was like, You were engaged 19 times. And, and now yeah. it's 21. Well, she slowed down because she's gone. That was 10 years ago. <laughs> Apparently, Kim Zolniak is being sued by American Express for an unpaid credit card debt of $215,000. I, sold that I don't as well. know. You know, she does spend a lot of money. She and her husband spend a lot of money. And I worry.
worry about her because what's going to happen if they lose that show? He's no longer playing football. I, I don't that. think he has any other specific skill set or job, uh, maybe. And, I mean, what are they going to do? So they need to be saving money. They address that. On the, the, the show just started. I think they're only like three or four episodes in, and they, he he's trying to get uh, on air like as a, a sportscaster or one commentator. Of the commentator, yes. And he and so that was one of the scenes that they were showing there. But the thing that's thrown me is Bree is like twenty two now, twenty one or twenty two. She's moving out on her own, and she her apartment's like six thousand dollars a month in Atlanta, and uh, and he's freaking out over her spending that much. Money. He should but, be. I, exactly. I mean. Six thousand dollars. I live in Atlanta. I don't even know where there was a six thousand dollar apartment. <laughs> in New York City, you can get a prime apartment for six thousand. In West Hollywood, for five thousand dollars, you can get a concierge furnished a luxury apartment. I mean, that for Atlanta, uh, honestly, at an at that age, she should be paying about fifteen to eighteen hundred maximum with a roommate. I agree. I mean, I'm trying to Yeah, my first appointment with the apartment was like a studio. You know, like a hundred dollars a month or something. But I mean, that's obscene. And I mean, I think the daughter gets paid for being on the show too. So they're all dependent on that show. Her products are dependent on that show. She, she didn't have them before the show, so she came out with them after the show, unlike me that's been doing this for 25 years. She came out after the show, counting on the show to promote the products. The kid gets paid. Troy gets paid. If something happens that show, how is she going to pay all this overhead? Yeah, Brielle makes $10,000 an episode last year. I heard it went up this year, and she gets eight to $10,000 a post on her social media for a product. But if the show's done, yeah. she's not going to get anything gonna get for it. the post. And by the way, there's only ten episodes, so that's a hundred thousand. Well, at your rent is seventy. She's twenty-two, and that doesn't count she's taking out taxes. I didn't know I, you know, I'm sorry. Until I was much older. Now, in Orange <laughs> County, I mean, listen, I'm not judging them for it. I'm warning them about yeah, it. You know, I'm like, listen, I'm rooting for you, I girl, and I want you to be successful, and I want you to have all your dreams come true, and I hope your skincare and all that's fabulous. But you got to save money. I mean. Listen, Roy and I live, honestly, like on a probably 20% of what we make because we're always thinking about the future. And we don't, we don't, we don't, we pay for everything. Like we don't charge anything, you know? I mean, I pay my credit card bill when it comes in. We own the properties. I just don't believe in living that way because they're only like one, they say the average American is like one small emergency away from bankruptcy, you know? I mean, if I were a normal person with a normal salary, I couldn't pay the vet bill last week. I'd be in debt for a year with it, you know? So. Alex Fletcher says, who's even watching this? show apparently just me but <laughs> i always kind of thought it was a cute show i just don't have time to watch everything gina kershenheimer or whatever her name is got a dui the one in orange county she got her court date mixed up oh god how does that happen wow. and so they were putting out a warrant for her arrest and then i guess her or her lawyer cleared it up that they got confused and now she's going to uh, show up in front of the judge on april 16th rj's birthday she her alcohol level was three times driving that's a lot three times the alcohol level so i kind of been rooting for her you know she's going through the divorce she's got those two or three little cute kids and i just hate to see it happen but girl you can't drive when oh my god and you didn't get your court date mixed up who did you think she's roger stone um then nick this uh, twitter person i follow who's the cutest thing she tweeted regarding real house of beverly hills you're gonna like this one this is funny she just tweeted this out I've come to the conclusion that the majority of these chicks need less money and more Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I thought that was 
so funny talking about the Housewives of Beverly Hills girls. Oh, my God. It was funny. Now, who watched it last night? I know, James. I, caught, so never I got mind. caught up on it. But uh, we are know we skipping over the reunion? Oh, well, we, oh, yeah, we can go to that in a minute. That's the next on my list. Okay, so let's go to uh, the Beverly Hills Housewives. I know James watched it. He would never miss it. I mean, he'd have to be, like, on an IV and knocked out. <laughs> so what do you guys think about, the, about Beverly Hills last well, night? I think that, uh, the, that somebody brought receipts. Yep. <laughs> but I have a feeling that it's probably not as it looks. Right. And I think that we're into a good season. This is what I'm telling you. What my thinking is, you know, I think Teddy feels like she's been used and set up. So yes. she comes and proves that with this tweet. Then Ken goes and gets these other, the, the whole background on all the tweets. And it's in a different context. And it appears that they were all kind of in it together. And I think that right now Teddy's under the bus. But I think at the end of the day when it all plays out, it's going to come back to Vanderpump. Was in a, it was her deal that she wanted to get even with Durrett for whatever reason or stir the pot to build the ratings or whatever it was, has a burner saddle. But at the end of the day, I think Eddie will be, I mean, I think what's her name? Uh, Teddy will be uh, probably exonerated with the, maybe a little bit of her fingerprints on it. I mean, she may not come out to be totally innocent, but she didn't, I don't think she really was the instigator. She's I think it started played. behind her, behind uh, Vanderpump. But let me tell you, Lisa Renna came to play this year, didn't she? She came to play. Yes, one of my friends texted me overnight and said, uh, Renna's back, Rome burned down in a day. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Um, so people are commenting here that... Um, People are saying, Lisa Vanderpump seems to not be very nice. That's Deb Smith. Don jones Tennis says, I don't understand why Ken Todd is getting receipts. Not sure. I believe Lisa Vanderpump. Um, and Sylvia Daughtery says, the silent assassin. Remember, that's what um, Sni Erica, Sniper, from, sniper, the sniper side. from the side. Sniper from the side, yeah. yeah. And, why, and Deb Smith wants to know, why does uh, LVP have to act to be so much better than everyone else? You know, it's catching up with her. Let me tell you, remember... Remember when in New York, Luana has always held herself so high and mighty above everyone else, the Countess. And then all of a sudden, she's sleeping with a pirate on a one-night stand. She's falling in the bushes on her back with her legs up. And then she starts becoming who she is, a one-night stand. And everyone loves her. And she's popular. Vanderpump's got to come off that high horse and become who she is if she wants to really get the audience back in her favor again. Now, she has her, her loyalists that no matter what she does, they're going to stick behind her, but the objective people can see it. And I'm not attached to it, so I can see it even though I like them. I know a lot of them, and I like them all personally, so I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying she, it's a pattern, and it's starting to emerge, and people are starting to see it. Kelly Addington asks, Todd seems like a mean guy. The way he yells at Kyle is, is scary. Even if he was standing up for his wife, a man should never raise his voice to a woman like that. Silvery Daughtery says, hey, you all, all Brits aren't this way. <laughs> She's from Britain. Um, you know, Jacqueline Johnson says, do you think LVB will be back next season? And why, uh, what do you think, what is it, what do you 
do in the dark always comes to light. That's what. Yeah, she said. I think that she'll probably be back because of who she is and her standing on the show. But I don't think the other girls really want her back, and I think she's probably working on trying to get some other spinoff. Yeah, I wouldn't be. She'll be doing something. It'll be the dogs, or it'll be Las Vegas, or it'll be something. She's trying to build herself independent from being reliant on that show. And so I don't know how long she'll be on it. I think the other girls are like over her. I don't think they really enjoy her. But she'll probably be back just because she's got a big, uh, you know. She's got a lot of influence with Bravo and with the producers and everything. So that's that. And then uh, back to the reunion of New Jersey now. I didn't bring that up earlier because I only watched part of it. So what do you think? Well, I mean, it was pretty uh, epic last week with uh, Teresa and Melissa and Joe arguing with each other about, you know, and Teresa and, listen, Teresa and Melissa, they are like oil and water. They just can't get, get in sync. You know, so I think those two. And then I, the new girl, uh, Jacqueline, that's the, uh, or Jennifer. Yeah, Jacqueline is the new one, I think. That's the one that drinks, that she's crazy when she drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one married to the doctor. Yeah, the doctor. I, I mean, you know what? She's like one of those characters you love to hate, I think. I think she's been yeah. good for the show. And then I like the new, the other girl, the other new girl. I think they have a yeah, good Yeah, the, right the one that was a writer. The one that was a writer that went toe-to-toe with Teresa. Yes, that she was really holding yeah. her own. She was holding her own with yeah. Teresa. You know, I, I yeah, don't Teresa know. grabbed the cards out of Andy's yeah. hands. And Teresa is a very reactive, and that makes for good drama. There's no question about it. But she does sometimes a little bit overreact. But I... With her and, and Melissa, you know, that is always going to be up and down because the truth is she resents Melissa being married to the husband. <laughs> she isn't really happy. She would have probably picked another wife, and whatever wife she picked, she probably would have not liked them so much either because she's possessive of her husband. There are a lot of families that are like that. You know, the, there's always the one that doesn't like the mother-in-law, the one that doesn't like the sister-in-law. So that's just a family dynamic that I don't think either one of them are right or wrong. I just think that's just they just go this roller coaster ride. But that new girl coming on after Teresa, I mean, she... She she not she not shy, no, and then the doctor's not. wife she's looking crazy. Yeah, they're both they're both she's good crazy. additions. They're good additions. Yeah, Marcella Bernardi mm-hmm. says my favorite is Margaret. She sh- saved the show, and I have to kind of agree with Marcella. I think that the show was on its last leg until they brought her on a couple seasons ago, and I think she was really good. Um, they also are saying that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had nothing on Miami. They wished Andy would bring it back. Oh. And uh, Susan Salender says, I don't get how Dorit did the wrong thing and Lisa Vanderpump is the bad guy. Well, you know, let me tell you, those dog bites, RJ had a dog bite from one of our dogs one time that we had rescued from the vet, a Doberman, and he was in the hospital for a week on one of those drips that have to keep cleaning out yeah. your bone. Kyle's daughter was bit by Kim's uh, dog and she was in the hospital for over a week and almost lost her hand. Those dog bites are something to take seriously. (laughs) Got the bite. Okay, now, then you've got these two little kids and a rescue dog. I think Dorit thought she was just going to find a really good home for the dog and let it go away. And it and the dog, the other person probably put the dog in a shelter because she couldn't control the dog either. So, you know, the other person really should have called Dorit back and said, listen, I've got a problem with the dog too. But on the other hand, I don't think you can blame Dorit for that whole thing. And I do think that, that it would that Vanderpump made a point of trying to make Dorit look bad about it. And Dorit was just trying to get a dog for her kids. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Lisa has a habit of, you know, when she wants to punish you, she's got to find a way to do it. And yeah. we've seen I it I wonder what she years. was punishing her for. Did they have some falling out that we missed earlier? With 
with with who with uh, uh, uh with Durrett. With Durrett, there was something that was well, going last on year. You know, they kind of didn't get along over so something, well. Over something, over nothing. Yeah, it was yeah. over, and and so and. You know, the, the friendship with the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, then, oh, God. and also the way she spoke to that grandma girl at the party mm-hmm. when she was drunk. Yeah. Uh-uh. Dorit was tipsy at that party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the way she talked to Camille. Oh, you know what? That's not Vanderpump's fight. You know what? Uh, you know, listen. Joanna Vivolo says that uh, Vanderpump should have made it clear that the dog comes back if it doesn't work. And honestly, that's what I think, too. And I think Dorit could have just let her, called her and said, hey, listen, we do have an issue, like, like uh, Camille said last night. I think, you know, she could have done that. But it was, it's a touchy situation. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I, I really think Vanderpump wants to paint herself as the philanthropist and the victim, and I try so hard, and the other girls are, like, just over it. Like, you know what? We all try hard. <laughs> we all have problems. <laughs> you know, get with the program. Anyway, in One other news. The New Jersey house was, yeah. apparently the rumor is that Andy is trying to get Caroline back for season 10. Okay, but I saw that, and then Andy said, no, I, that's not true. I love her. I'm a fan of hers, but that's not true. Uh, so that, I love Caroline. I, I do, wish too. they bring her back on. Yeah, but then the, it's not just her. It'd be the whole family. Yeah, and that, that's a crowded field a, already. They'd have to get rid of a few people because they kind of take that's over. That's a crowded field. Really. Now, John, uh, in, in celebrity news, did you guys see the interview with uh, R. Kelly done by Gail King where he went oh, crazy, started morning. crying and standing up and racing, panting and pacing the floor? And Oh, my God, it was heartbreaking. But on the other hand, he didn't do himself any good in the court of public opinion or with lawyers because he looks like an aggressive, mean, reactive guy. And the last thing you want to do when someone's accusing you of forcing them to have sex or whatever is come across as somebody that's forceful like that. You want to come across as a meek person? And no, they all wanted, they came to me. I mean, that was scary. That was crazy. Uh, let's see. Did you know that because of that whole thing with uh, Kraft that they've investigated now, not that Kraft was involved, but there are over 9,000 illegal massage parlors currently operating in uh, the U.S. and over 1,000 cities uh, nationwide. So this whole Kraft thing with the massage parlors brought an investigation upon the massage parlors. So if you're going to a massage parlor, you better stop. You probably already been videoed. Oh, my God. I can save that one. Uh, Oh, God. This is disgusting. Oh, my God. I'll save this one. This is so disgusting. A Tennessee delivery man, a woman calls and orders something. He gets uh, ticked off about the way he's treated on the phone. So when he delivers, he's 31 years old. When he delivers, his name is Howard Webb, delivers the the food in the salsa container. He dips his balls in it. It's on tape from the security camera at the house and then delivered it to a customer. It was caught on tape. They put it on Facebook and he didn't like the, that's how he punished the customer. So when you're in a restaurant, you wait until you're finished eating to complain. Because let me tell you, can you imagine how sick and disgusting is that? I just can't take that anymore. Now this is hilarious. This Miami restaurant, only in Miami, posts a sign in the window. This, it's, I, honestly, only in Florida. This is what they post on a big, huge sign in the window. Due to the rising summer temperatures, good hygiene will not be, and good hygiene, we will not be accepting boob or sock money. 
questionably moist bills are subject to denial. We're sorry, but it's uh, unsanitary. Thank you. Oh my Do people God! still stuff their money in their boots, yes, in their bras, in their socks? Post about it. So now the restaurant's going to have this reputation of, I can't anymore. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to take five-second break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. In our neighborhood, I'm going to have to start seeing what James and Jason are up to. On Brickell Avenue... A man was wandering around in the neighborhood. That's literally right here. And west of Brickle, he ends up on someone's porch, and he was caught by a video security camera of playing with himself. The Miami Police Department is investigating, according to NBC6. That is right here, blocks from here. I don't think it was me. It wasn't you, James? I don't know. I mean, that's, can you, this is, who would do that? I mean, really? I, there are a lot of crazy people. There are so many crazy people. And good news, the second HIV patient who no longer has AIDS, a London patient did stem cell and apparently doesn't have AIDS. So they're researching to determine if they can make that for the masses. NPR reports, oh, listen to this, a woman got bit by a cat. She was trying to feed a, a stray cat some food she had in her car. And you know how much the bill cost at the doctor? Speaking of the doctor bills, $48,502 at the hospital. For what? I'm, for, I'm for a cat thinking. bite. Because she was worried the cat oh, had rabies. Because she went to the, she, was, she treated it out in the middle of the street and she thought she got bit by yes. it and she thought maybe it had rabies. $48,502 for helping a stray cat. This is out of control. I mean, no wonder that, no wonder insurance is so high. The pharmaceuticals in these hospitals are just, uh, they think insurance is going to pay. That's what you said about Freda. She goes to five doctors a week. Jason thinks it's because these insurance companies just keep billing her, and she's just enjoying going. I don't know, but something's got to be done about this insurance. I just can't believe it anymore. And you remember that, that, that poor, uh, that 22-year-old, black kid named Stephen Clark that was in his grandmother's backyard on the cell phone and they sh- the cops shot him 20 so times, nice. 20 times in his grandmother's backyard with a cell phone and they shot him 20 times, they're not going to bring charges against the cops. Yeah. Now you tell me, is that justice or not? No. There's so much wrong that's, in the world. I can't take it anymore. Remember that? If you see the video too, it's like really hard to... 
It was dark. See how anything was justified in that. Okay. None of it. You got 22 cops. You say, drop your, drop anything out of your hands. Put your hands up. Turn around. Get on the ground, and we're going to investigate. You don't start shooting like a target range. I can't. Uh, remember that, uh, that I've been following that Malaysian flight 370 for all these years. I can't get past that flight disappearing in the middle of the ocean. I've always felt like something is missing. And they came up with a theory that the pilot uh, did suicide thing and this and that. And I just always felt there's something fishy. Well, they're reopening the investigation. According to the express.co.uk, that seven, it was a 777 plane, you know, those are the ones I like to fly on, that... They think there's a possibility that terrorists hijacked that plane and have it hidden somewhere. And they're reopening the investigation because the only thing they ever found were a few minor parts to the plane in the ocean that could have been another plane or been planted in the air or who knows. So wouldn't that be something? Remember that movie Lost? Wouldn't that just be something if these people were like living somewhere? Oh, my God. I don't know. Have an existence. 300 Victoria Secret stores are closing. All that winning. Illinois. Oh, frozen. Keep going. Ready? Okay. So an Illinois man shot his one-year-old son, his six-year-old daughter, then killed his wife, and then killed himself because she was trying to leave him. I'm sick of the guns. I'm sick of the guns, too. What is wrong with America having all these guns on the street? Oh, and then, and then the House did pass a, a thing where they're going to require background checks. Let's see if the Senate will go along with it. And I don't know. I can't. It's all about the money, the money and politics of destroying the country. Uh, and then what did you guys see about, oh, here's that sign. Look at that sign that people was holding up. Oh, my gosh, that's just crazy. That's the sign you were talking about <laughs> earlier with the moist money <laughs> in the bra and the stuff. Or anyone is can we still be talking? Well, or you not? can still keep talking okay. for the podcast, but it's the okay. video that's a little okay. Bit so, did you guys watch the Leaving Netherlands documentary? Uh, we did, and it was absolutely riveting. It's disturbing. I, I didn't watch I, it. I, I just it totally affected. I t-voted. It. It's. It, I want to. I'm going to watch it sometime when I'm ready to get depressed, but I don't want to watch it right now. It's depressing, and it's also just. Oh, it makes me sick. I, I love sleep. Michael Jackson so much. He's so incredible, so talented. I just, I, I just hope it's not true. You can't. It can't. Oh, after you watch it, you just terrible. can't help but know it's true. I can't. Okay, I'll save that. Um, I'll save that. I mean, we just don't have enough time. And we don't have enough time for anything anymore. Okay. Um, are we back on? We just keep going. We podcast. We podcast oh, is still podcast running. Is we're all good with the podcast. Okay. It's just the video um, link. Last year alone, um, more Americans died of drug over, uh, overdoses than in the top and the, during the entire Vietnam War, according to 60 oh, Minutes. My. Can you believe that? And that let me tell you, this access statistic. to these drugs, now they're investigating that family that came out with all this yes. Oxycontin and everything, and they have evidence to show that they knew that it was addictive and they didn't care. They just wanted to make money. I hope they all go to jail. That's what they I say. really hope they all go to jail. Oh, my God. It's just, I can't anymore. The woman, the transgender woman that sought asylum in the U.S. was deported by immigration authorities, uh, she, was, she, she came here asking for asylum because she said it was dangerous living in El Salvador because she was transgender, and she, they deported her, and she was killed in El Salvador. Oh. 
That, that immigration policy is another. There's so much to fix. You know what? If we went to the White House, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd organize that, that damn thing. I'd get that gun thing going, that immigration thing going. With the, I, there's so much that could be done yeah. that's right. And instead, you know, Trump's just out there trying to be fabulous and popular and ratings and trying to be a clown. Um, workers rescued a dog from a frozen uh, lake, and they rushed it to the vet, and guess what? It was a wolf. <laughs> Can you imagine? So they they, sure get, they, they spent all this like like a lot of these workers were trying so hard to rescue this dog and it was a wolf. I wonder if that wolf that was in my backyard. Cat missing. It's not a cat. That's a possum. Oh I mean, my god! My before we get into politics, see we're doing okay on time today. The, my quote of the week: When there are more lies than truth, it makes for a weak foundation, and things usually crumble afterwards. That's what's happening right now today in Washington, D.C. Oh, Lord. Before I get into politics, don't forget to go to hello at leahblack.com and ask about our premium hemp CBD soothing eye cream. Now available. Almost all sold out. Okay. So, Trump told Kim Jong-un that he's known of plenty of rich kids who ended up messed up, but the young North Korean dictator did not. Can you believe this? So Brian Klaus uh, reported or tweeted back, Kim Jong-un assassinated a family member with a nerve agent in an airport, murdered a young American, threatened to incinerate American cities, committed state-sponsored rape and murder, and mass rape, and detains hundreds of thousands in gulags and kills dissidents for sport. So this is disgusting. So Trump, Trump just loves that dictator thing. So then um, he was also praising him, uh, saying that he takes his word for it, that he didn't know anything about the death of Otto, and um, lets him off the hook about it, just completely lets him off the hook. And the family came out with a statement. I don't know if I have it here, but it was not very, it was just like very, very uh, critical of Trump for taking, uh, not holding him to account for murdering their son. You're going to tell me that kid was over there in jail and that Kim didn't know all about it when he was an American citizen. He knew everything about it. And then Cohen testified about so many things to include brought checks about the payoff to the, to the porn star and the Trump Tower meeting and uh, said that Trump spoke in codes, kind of like a mobster like you. Like, you agree with me, don't you? And, you know, shake his head yes, even, or there's no Russia going on, is there? Shake his head no, and then a bit, five seconds later, what's going on with the Moscow project? And so, apparently, I'm going to read a little bit of his testimony in a minute, but he's testifying again today behind closed doors, and this is, this is like going to, wow, this is where all the bodies are buried and all the skeletons are in the closet, and then now there's proof that uh, Trump not only tried, uh, ordered his security people to uh, give uh, Jared Kushner a security, highest level security uh, clearance, he also ordered him to give Ivanka one, and she went on national television and said, oh, no, Daddy didn't have anything to do with any of that. She said, Ivanka debuts as uh, administration's spokesperson for rugged individualism. She says, I don't think most Americans want to be given something. People want to work for what they get. Really? Well, what about those farmers we had to give all those millions and billions to because of the trade war? Exactly. So I just emailed, tweeted her right back. That whiny, squeaky, little breathy <laughs> voice has never done an honest day's work in her platinum spoon in her mouth condescending life. Nep nepotism and arrogance spoiled brat at its worst. I can't stand it with that fake White House job of hers. She's just part of window dressing for the daily reality show. 
Oh, I tweet them all back. Then Don Jr. was bragging that the only president could get a meeting with North Korea was his father. Look how, what all he had accomplished. And so I tweeted him, Don Jr. bragging Trump was the only president that could get a meeting with North Korea. Either you're really stupid or you don't know that no other president in the entire world would ever meet with him for obviously reasons. Or you're just lying to stupid people that will believe anything and Fox Noise <laughs> goes along. And that's true. I mean, are you kidding? He's bragging that his dad was able to get a meeting. North Koreans have been trying to get a meeting with the American president for forever. They want to be put on the same level and taken as legitimate leaders, and Trump gave it to him, and has gotten nothing in return. According to um, uh, Media Matters, Trump averaged nearly 5.9 false or misleading claims in a day in his first year of office, and he's now up to 16 and a half lies a day his second year. So in 2019, he's averaging 22 claims a day of uh, lies or, or misrepresentations, according to the Washington Post. Well, people are rewarding his bad behavior. He lies and his crowd applauds, so he thinks this is great and he lies more. When is enough enough? I just can't with this. Oh, and then Trump says about Ivanka, my daughter created millions of jobs, President Trump says, while speaking to a gathering of governors. I don't know if anyone knows that, but she's created millions of jobs. So I tweet back, I call BS, show us the proof. Maybe jobs for her company or your company or her husband's company, but not for the average person. That's a belly laugh. And then people started commenting, yeah, jobs in China, jobs in sweatshops. (laughs) That's where she created the jobs. Oh, my God. Then, before the the Michael Cohen testimony, this Matt Getz, this representative from Florida, how embarrassing he represents Florida, which, by the way, Trump's rating, approval rating rating is way down in Florida, says, hey, Michael Cohen, does your wife and father-in-law know about your girlfriends? Maybe tonight would be a time for a chat. I wonder if she'll remain faithful when you're in prison. She's about to learn a lot. So basically tampering with and threatening and extorting a witness, okay? And so, of course, I had to tweet back to him. What are you afraid of, Matt? And why do you think witness intimidation is okay? Go have another drink. Now, that's something you know a lot about because apparently he's had a lot of DUIs. Let's put you under the oath and witness for witness threatening and ask about your reported DUIs. You sound like a thug, not a member of Congress. What a shame. And that's true. Then I had to tweet out. Shame on every single Republican that doesn't want to know the truth about Trump, Russia, any crimes or obstruction. You, you should all want to know the truth about your president and if he is compromised. Put your country first. Your love for power and your ego should not replace your duties. So apparently the Facebook is down, but the podcast is still yes. going. Okay. It's the okay, internet. Okay, we'll see. But we, we do good. The podcast is still perfect. We are pretending nothing ever happened. Now, Alex Baldwin says that he's been threatened by Trump. He's worried about his security because of Saturday Night Live. And um, the Washington Post says that 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 we need to uh, provide an independent platform for journalists and writers after what happened to Khashoggi, where Trump again took took his uh, word over uh, the dictator's word over the intelligence agencies. Oh, my God, I just can't. So now Michael Cohen um, goes in his opening statement. Oh, my God, I just can't believe it. He goes, I'm ashamed because I know what Mr. Trump is. He's a racist, he's a con man, and he's a cheat. Now, they're saying that because he lied to Congress that he has no credibility. Well, he lied to Congress to protect Trump. 
So, you you know, this is the craziest thing. The, Comey try, did what he did to, trip, to protect Trump, and Trump fired him. All these people that come and fall on their sword for Trump wind up getting kicked out to the curb. When are they going to learn? I loved what that senator from Kentucky said when he was trying to, like, nail him on uh, how bad, you know, he's like, Trump did this and did this, this. You're saying he did this, so what does that make you? And he was like, a fool. Yeah, a fool. <laughs> a fool. A man who spent a decade at the right hand of the current president of the United States is now saying on the record that the man is a racist, a comment, and a cheat. We've grown used to the abnormal in Trump's White House, but even by that standard, wow. And then uh, he, he was a presidential candidate who knew that Roger Stone was talking with Julian Assange, according to the Times. So apparently, according to Cohen, Trump knew that the WikiLeaks thing was going on. That he uh, gave a uh, Cohen submitted check, and now the lawyer submitted a second check showing that Trump knew all about the money paid to the film stars. He, he showed a check for thirty-five thousand signed by Donald Trump, and then the lawyer just put up one seventy thousand signed by the Trump Foundation or one that. of those companies. Trump did not directly tell me to lie to Congress. That's not how he operates. So what Cohen says that he will do is he knows how to send these signals, like, there's nothing going on in Russia, is there? And shake his head no, and they're like, no, there's nothing going on in Russia. And then three minutes later, hey, how's that Russia-Moscow project going? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's he how coaxed, the mob operates. Yeah, he coaxed and tells him what to say when they're there. Yeah, that's what he does with Twitter. He's tweeting out his messaging, and then all these people follow. Oh, it's a witch hunt. And then everybody says it's a witch hunt. He, he guides them down this trail of lies and deceit because that's the message that they know he wants to put out there. So that's how he does it. He doesn't say go lie to Congress. He goes, we didn't have anything to do with that, did we? Well, you know, we know that that's not true, isn't it? And then he goes and convinces them to lie. And if you notice his Twitter feed, he does the same thing. It's a witch hunt. Crooked Hillary. He's giving them the talking points and these little lamb just running up to the slaughter. Trump wouldn't even have lunch with most of the people at his rallies. I can tell you that right now. Oh, my God. Now, apparently, this BuzzFeed uh, article for, about the dossier is coming back into play. And so far, they've not disproven one thing in the dossier. And, you know, Roy's representing BuzzFeed. And Roy said he went over and met with, uh, what's his name, uh, Christopher Steele. And that, you know, so far, what's, what's come out of the dossier that's been proven not to be true? Nothing. So there's going to be some, a lot going on about that. Um, Bring on the peeing hookers. Yeah, bring on the peeing hookies. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if the peeing hooker story is true or not, but no one's disproved it. Let's put it that way. And you know they're tape recording him over there, everything he does, and trying to get, get stuff on him they can use to hold against him. So that's the way the Russians work over there. Uh, he also said that uh, there were a half a dozen times between the Iowa caucus in January and the end of the June that he would ask, how is the Russia-Moscow Tower project coming? So while he was lying to the audience, well, then we don't have any contacts in Russians. Are there any Russians in the audience? We don't even know any Russians. Do we know any Russians? He's over there negotiating for a, to a Moscow to uh, Tower that has to be approved by Cohen. So he's got his agenda is to get that tower and to make money off of Russia, not to protect America's interest. He lied about it and he, because he stood to make hundreds of millions of dollars. And apparently, Michael Cohen's got all the receipts, uh, the um, emails that went to Jared 
and Ivanka. So they were all three in on it. And Trump, of course, knew about it. But, you know, Trump doesn't email or text. <laughs> doesn't Is that a red flag <laughs> when you never put anything in writing? That in and of itself is a red flag to me. I mean, come on, everybody texts. I mean, Freida even text. Uh, Trump would often say this campaign is going to be the greatest infomercial in political history because Trump never planned on winning. He was just using it to promote his business and was shocked when he won, according to uh, Cohen. Mr. Stone told Trump that he had just gotten off the phone with Julian Assange and that Assange had told Mr. Stone that within a couple of days there would be massive email dumps that would uh, damage Hillary Clinton's campaign, campaign, and Trump responded by stating to the effect, wouldn't that be great? Now, remember, he said he didn't know anything about WikiLeaks. Well, let's just see what happens if Roger Stone gets thrown in jail for violating his gag oh, order yeah. again and when, when how fast he starts singing. And then he once told Michael Cohen, <clears throat> he asked me if I could name a country run by a black person that wasn't a shithole. And that was when Barack Obama was president of the United States. He told me that black people would never vote for him because they were too stupid. He asked me to pay off the adult film star. He brought the checks for that. He declared himself brilliant, but directed me to threaten his high school and his colleges and the college board to never release his SAT grades or his scores or his grades. Now, the, oh, so he goes out and starts demanding that, um, and if you notice, they showed clips today. Several times he demands Obama prove that he was in Harvard, prove what his grades were, prove he was in the law review, prove all this. Well, a week later, he's got Michael Cohen writing threatening letters to every school he ever went to, telling him that, that they can not, they'll sue, this and that, never to release his grades or scores or anything. Apparently, according to some of the people, he was a very average student, not a bad student, but not a good student. He was never on the dean's list or anything like that. And remember, he, he acted like he was at the top of his That's class, and all that was a lie. And apparently, he had a lot of disciplinary notes in the file when he was at the academy. Shut None of that surprises me Shut either. Down. And then they ask if, um, let's see, what else? Let's see. <laughs> Um, anyway, then there's some talk about if Trump is offering pardons to different people. So let's see if all that comes out. Right now, um, that ter homegrown tour uh, terrorist that was in the Coast Guard had a hit list. He, he had collected all these guns and ammunitions, and guess who was on the hit list? All the people that Trump says are the enemy of the state. The press, the enemy of state. Chris Hayes, Don Lemon, Chris Como, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Harris Cory Booker, Beto O'Rourke, Maxine Waters, Elizabeth Warren, and Senator Blumenthal. So, in other words, Trump's telling the whole world these people are dangerous or they're the enemy of the state or they're the lying press. And so this crazy guy goes out and gets a bunch of guns and they find this hit list in his pile of people he's planning on shooting and killing. And then Trump never even apologizes for it. In fact, never brings it up, but boy, he brings up anything else and try to make him look good. Uh, People are commenting God. saying, uh, Marcella Bernardi says, Good, you're back. Donna Derenzo says, So happy you told that congressman off. What an asshole. Uh, Jay Wynn <laughs> says, That's right, he did say fool. And he says he remembers when Trump said that he would uh, get lots of letters from people in the UK, but the UK can't stand Trump. No, they can't stand him. Yeah. There was a clip out yesterday of parades all over the country where they're mocking him. They've got him in a diaper and they've got him with a diaper rash and they've got him with a <laughs> sucking on a bottle. Parades all over the world where they do that so i find that funny anyway and then you know there's this problem i'll go into that later uh we can talk oh i'll just bring this up and then we'll stop okay Ex executive branch criminal activities by presidential administrations 
Trump was in Trump's two years in office, he's at 89 indictments, 24 convictions, and two prison sentences. Obama, in eight years in office, had no criminal indictments, no criminal convictions, and no criminal no prison sentences. Bush um, W had eight years in office, 16 indictments, and 16 convictions, and nine sentences. Clinton, in eight years, had two indictments, one conviction, and one sentence. Bush, uh, older Bush, had four years in office, had one criminal indictment, one criminal conviction, and one prison sentence. Reagan had a lot. Carter had hardly none. Ford had a few, and Nixon had a, a Nixon uh, and Nixon and Trump are pretty almost going to be tied soon. So, the, you know, so the interesting thing about that is the corruption always seems to follow the Republicans. Look at this. Trump's had 89 criminal indictments. Nixon had 76. Bush W. had 16. Reagan had 26. Obama, none. Clinton, two. Bush, one. Uh, the older Bush, and Carter won, and Ford won. It's the Republicans that are corrupt. And why people won't just acknowledge that is beyond me. <laughs> that's, what, right. that's what they're your fans are up. saying. Yeah, they're corrupt. <laughs> there are, there are uh, comments they're coming in saying, I don't under, Jay, or Joy Wilmer says, I don't understand um, how so many can blindly follow Trump with all the evidence right there. Um, Noah Crowart says, Trump is the enemy of the state. He is. Don Tannis says, Cohen did so much dirty work for Trump. Not sure why he would ever, uh, ever thought he would be loyal to him. Unsure who has anyone well, is he, loyal to Trump. That's the problem. Trump is one way loyal. Mm -hmm. You have to be loyal to me, but the minute you don't, don't do what I say or what I want, I'm going to kick you to the curb and not, I'm never going to be loyal to you. I don't understand he's, anybody he's, that doesn't see he's that. A, he's a different type of predator. That's really yeah, what that's it is. True. He, he is. grooms people a certain yeah. way, so yeah. you follow them and you're loyal. The same thing with yeah. like sexual predators do. It's the same thing. Um, Deb Smith says she really wishes you would stay on longer. <laughs> See? We're having a big debate because what happens is after about 30 minutes, a lot of people tune out, and I think it's not because of the content. I think it's because you're in driving and in 30 minutes you're on the up. Podcast. So what you have to do on the podcast is put pause when you stop and That's pick it back point. up again and get the end of it because I don't like these drop-offs at 30 minutes. Good Otherwise, point. since gonna, I have to do two different podcasts, just stay on. Hit pause, and when you get back in the car, hit it again again or when you're at home putting on your makeup hit it again don't just not hear the second half of the show i mean after all we've got to build these ratings we need sponsors we've got to get on we've got to get it going over here i need your help share the show share the show all right so we had fun do we have fun little black oh good, little good black sorry black. about the internet issues everyone i know the podcast didn't get interrupted the but the web series got all messed up so. well it wasn't our fault it was no, the internet fault Listen, we've done like uh, 80 some shows now, and that's the first, second one we've ever had an internet with. Yeah, but it was the internet problem, not us. We don't yeah, run the, the internet. internet. Yeah. Ah. Okay, guys, we had fun. Check, tune in. Ch please share this. Please listen all the way through. Put pause midway through and listen to the second half. Send all your comments uh, and anything you wanted to hello at leahblack.com. Don't forget about this new eye cream. And you're not going to be able to get it. It's going to be out before we get it in. I'm telling you, orders are coming in. Hello at leahblack.com. We're going to give you an introductory offer on it, and it lasts about four to six months. So you're going to love it. Mwah, CBD eye cream. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.